0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on an overcast day here in an empty capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Mike Reynolds, Group Chief Executive of SSL Endeavor, a specialist independent Lloyd's broker. Mike, hello. Good
1: morning, Matthew.
0: Good morning. Thank you for coming on the program today. Um, Now, normally, we'd uh, run straight into discussing the concept of leadership. However, considering the odd circumstances we find ourselves under, uh, it would make sense for us to address the COVID-19 outbreak. So how has uh, the uh, COVID-19 outbreak affected your business?
1: Well, that's a great question, Matthew. Um, Obviously, uh, we are uh, in the insurance broking space. Uh, So we are uh, brokers and advisors to our insurance clients. Um, And obviously, COVID-19 has a significant uh, impact on the insurance industry in terms of uh, business interruption, in terms of claims, um, and also, I think, just in terms of uh, what will happen post-COVID-19 in relation to the economic circumstances. Um much of that will have an impact uh, on us as insurance brokers. So we've been very, very focused uh, over the uh, past five or six weeks, uh, really on uh, ensuring that we're continuing to serve our client base uh, in the best possible way. And uh, I've actually been, uh, I, I, I'm only in my role uh, for three weeks. So I'm uh, a new work from home CEO uh, within the business. <laughs> And uh, it's actually been uh, very refreshing and very uh, exciting to see how well the business has coped in working from home. All of our people are very well connected. Uh, All of our IT and infrastructure works very well. Um, There's seamless communication, and we're serving our clients in the very, very best way possible.
0: Well, that's actually – we're finding quite a lot of these unexpected boons uh, to working from home. Uh, the ability to uh, be able to work in a remote location without having to uh, pay rent on office space and that sort of uh, thing. Uh, It'll be an interesting thing to see how business evolves uh, in the coming years. Um, Now, do you expect uh, an economic downturn after the restrictions are lifted or do you feel that we might surge back uh, to good economic health?
1: Well, look, Matthew. I think this is uh, an unprecedented economic event. Uh, uh, you know, one that I think uh, most pe- certainly most people in their lifetime have not seen anything <clears throat> on this particular scale. Um, there's no doubt that, given the uh, projections that are coming out for uh, GDP contraction around the world, and you know, not just that, but I think just on a, a more basic level. Uh, everybody's understanding of the, the massive impact that this is having on on business, whether that's you know airlines, uh, tourism industry, uh, the hospitality industry, uh, it just has a very very wide and, and broad effect uh, on the industry. And so I do think you know, given uh, the pressure that we're seeing in the market, there is going to be an economic downturn. The question will be. How long uh, will that go on for? Um, you know, is it a is it a one year event? Is it a three or a five year event? Uh, will it have a long term impact? Mm. Uh, those questions, I think, we we can't really answer right now. Um, but there is no doubt, Matthew. I think there will be uh, uh, quite a significant uh, economic uh, impact from this.
0: Well, the thing we must remember in this as well, that we should stay positive. Uh, People uh, in the general public seem to forget that although sometimes there are great downturns, there is quite a lot of money to be made in a downturn economy. Uh, So we have to uh, follow that with interest. Uh, We might as well move on to the subject of leadership. Um, I always like to start this portion of the conversation off by asking a very simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Okay. Um, well, I mean, you know, I think many people describe the word leader in, uh, in different ways. I mean, the great, uh, Alex Ferguson once said, uh, my job was to make everybody understand that the impossible was possible. Mm. And that's the difference between leadership and management. Um, I, I think that's probably stretching it slightly. Uh, to me, I think it's much more about trying to make the improbable possible. Um, so look, I mean you know leadership to me um, is really uh, about uh, being able to uh, lead a team from the front uh, motivate them mm-hmm. um, and get them to uh, achieve achieve their goals and achieve the the combined goal um, of the organization that you're leading so I mean a leader you know has to be the one that uh, initiates action that uh, provides motivation, provides guidance, creates confidence. And builds morale, I think, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of achieving the goals of the organization that they're trying to lead.
0: How would you describe your personal leadership style?
1: Uh, yeah, so I, th- I think my personal leadership style is uh, probably comes from my background a little bit, Matthew. So um, now having worked for some uh, uh, quite uh, significant sort of industry veterans uh, in the insurance broking space, and learned a lot, I think, over the years. Um, You know, for instance, one of the one of the great lessons that I was uh, was given was by uh, Dominic Burke, who I worked for at JLT, uh, who said to me uh, when he put me into a leadership role, he said to me, uh, you can only lead if others follow. And so I think one of the most Mm. critically important things in terms of leadership um, to do uh, for any leader going into a role is to listen, Um, spend uh, quite a lot of time, I think, listening uh, to your people. Um, they are the people who really understand uh, the business, understand the clients, understand the current dynamics of what's going on. Um, obviously, they will they will look to you for leadership um, and guidance, and and uh, you know for you to to motivate and to um, provide uh, the plans, the action plans, and the the strategic uh, input. Um, but you do have to listen to your people. So I think my management style, my leadership style. Um, is really to listen to my people, assimilate what they say very, very carefully, um, but then go ahead and take, the, take decisions and lead from the front mm-hmm. um, uh, to try to, uh, to bring those people with you.
0: What is the best way to develop the next generation of leaders?
1: Um, look, I think uh, it's, a, it's a combination of things. I mean, leadership, I think, uh, really comes from experience. Uh, I think it takes uh, you. You can't just sort of um, uh, take a, a kid from college and say now be a leader. Uh, yeah. I think they've got to go through all the stages of uh, building up to that. So, you know, starting to work in senior roles, <clears throat> starting to lead teams of pe- people, um, and uh, starting to manage teams of people. So I think they have to go through all of those phases. And um, I do think that. Uh, you know, education and uh, you know courses and things like that provide you know great um, uh, insights and education for for people to uh, to go ahead and learn about leadership. But but to me, actually, uh, the the biggest uh, component really of becoming a leader uh, is experience. So I think you've got to go through the experience mm-hmm. of leading people. You have to make mistakes as you do that. Uh, I don't think you're going to get everything right, uh, but I do think. Um, Matthew, that uh, you learn from your mistakes over time and adapt your leadership style. Um, and ultimately, the experiences that you have uh, hopefully would lead you to uh, to be a good leader.
0: And you're absolutely right. Uh, leadership does come with experience. We have seen um, certain unnamed technology uh, CEOs who started the company as very young men uh, who are for lack of a better word, completely socially inept. Uh, and uh, that <laughs> leads to some dramatic uh, problems. Uh, and it's something that's only cured with time. Um, now, time is one of those uh, those things that we don't have that much of left. Uh, so I'd like to uh, drill straight down to what the next 12 months has in store uh, for SSL Endeavor.
1: Yeah, well, look, uh, I think uh, uh, for SSL Endeavor, uh, as I say, I just joined the business uh, three weeks ago. Um, I joined, obviously, at a uh, peculiar time uh, in terms of coming in as a new CEO. Uh, I find myself uh, video conferencing into meetings, uh, which I've done uh, pretty much every single day for the last three weeks. Um, But listen, we're very excited about um, our plans for SSL Endeavor uh we are uh looking to uh, uh rebrand the business and relaunch the business we are looking to uh invest uh, in talent invest in technology um and really continue to build out uh our uh base to service our clients um and indeed to uh to develop new business uh, across uh, across uh, the industry so we're very excited in terms of uh, our expansion plans um, obviously the COVID-19 situation is going to provide um, threats, but it's also going to provide opportunities. Um, and I think we will be smart as a business, uh, in dealing with those threats, but also in executing upon the opportunities and building the business.
0: Well, Mike, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the program today. And I'd love for you to come back, uh, when things get back to some semblance of normalcy. Uh, Mike, thank you.
1: No problem. Thank you very much, Matthew.
0: That was Mike Reynolds, Group Chief Executive of SSL Endeavour. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Andrew Strauss.
2: Hello and welcome. I'm Jonathan White. And today we are joined by Sir Andrew Strauss, former captain of the England cricket team and former director of cricket at the ECB. Sir Andrew, thank you very much for joining us today.
3: Real pleasure to be here. Thank you.
2: The pleasure is all of ours, you know. And you've had a distinguished career, as I said, both on and off the pitch in English cricket, recognised not least with your knighthood for services to sport just last year. So congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. Um, Now, there have been ups and downs in the career, like any career, including public and private disagreements with certain individuals. And on that front, I think what everybody wants to know
3: players focus and interest yes. um and we had to move it. in fact we didn't have to move at times we need to get ahead of the time <laughs> so you know we had to completely shift out both our philosophy but also the way we played in order to do that um and I was very lucky uh, having both Trevor Bayliss and Owen Morgan who were prepared to sort of role model that and lead that through um and the second part of your question around the World Cup final was quite extraordinary.
2: I know some fantastically avid cricket fans who were googling there and then what exactly the rules became. Because I, yeah, well, so was, <laughs> it was I, I, actually. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now, and in you, in your wife's memory, you established the Ruth Strauss Foundation last year. Uh, in doing so, whether you'd admit it or not, yourself and the foundation has become an inspiration to thousands husbands and wives, mothers and fathers, sons and daughters. Please do take some time if you wouldn't mind, and you
3: so after she died in december uh, 2018 uh, i came back and launched the foundation with two f- focuses number one to fund research into these rare forms of lung cancer these mm. are the non-smoking lung cancers um five to seven thousand people each year in this country are diagnosed with these no one knows why they're getting them um but they're on the increase and it's women yeah, those are two enormous events out there, and we can have our own version of that ourselves.
2: I can feel your enthusiasm for it. As a as an Essex fan, I I'm still stumped as to. I think I'm going to have to choose between either supporting a team based at the Oval or a team based at Lords. And I, I I'll, I'll get over that, but I'll <laughs> I'll have yeah, to do well, it. Well, surely
3: it's going to be the Lords one, right? Uh, sh- sh- of course.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um Sandra, it's been an absolute pleasure discussing that and everything else with you today. Thank you very much. Cheers.